Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello and welcome to another Video Games Now episode of the podcast. I always fuck that up somehow, the intro. <laughs> uh, that was, oh, I thought you were going to chime in with some smart-ass comment, but I guess you're not Cole. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just reminiscing about how often you do fuck that up. I fuck it up like every single episode. Yep, yep. It wouldn't be a podcast if Ronnie didn't fuck something up. Yeah. So, all right, well, that's uh, with that behind us. So today we're going to talk about, uh, I'm with Bradley. Hello, Bradley. Hey, guys. Or AKA Gamer Tempo, who just did a lit as fuck stream on Facebook. So definitely check him out on Facebook, Gamer Tempo. Thank you. Thank you. Playing the Apex. And you're really, really, really good. Actually, you've come a long way. Uh, it's, it's going really well. It's a fun game. Yes. And I'm enjoying my Kit Kat Mint. Um... I don't know if this. I don't. I mean, it wouldn't doubt if I. I can't even talk now. Um, I wouldn't doubt if the states had this. It's like a gigantic multi Kit Kat thing, and I got it for a dollar. This just seems very American. Like everything in America is big. Now I want a Kit Kat. Yeah. Well, screw you, man. Screw I you. I could have shipped it with your jersey, which I shipped almost a week ago now. Well, it means I should have it soon. Yeah. Totally. Anyway, sorry, uh, we're going to talk about Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, which comes out this Friday, which I will be streaming on Friday when it comes out. Uh, we're also going to talk about Animal Crossing New Horizons, Doom Eternal, and that's all. I'm sure we'll talk about some other shit, and all that's coming up right now. Right now. Right now. Alright everybody, welcome back. Uh, so we're going to talk about some cool shit today, so uh, we'll choose a little upbeat Celtic fever song here for the Muzak. And uh, yeah, so Bradley uh, just finished his stream, like I said earlier, so he got four dubs, or five dubs, I think. I think five, yeah, five or six. Yeah, out of ten matches? Yeah. Yeah, fucking killing it. So, anyway, so... This Friday, March 6th, is uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, which I believe, uh, Team DX, which I believe is just a straight-ass remake of um, the very first Mystery Dungeon that came out all the way back in 
the 2000 and whatevers. Excellent reporting, Rodney. I'm looking. I'm looking. <laughs> yeah, Will used to be the um, the fact checker. And then if I said anything that sounded any anything like bullshit, he would be like, "Are you sure?" We should look oh, yeah, that up. Are you sure? Uh. Now Cole's kind of try to take that role, but now Cole's always working. So, yeah. He's been too busy. That hey. sucks. Yeah, I know. But anyway, so Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Here I'll 2000, put the... 2005 was the DS release. Game Boy Advance release, and now the new remake is 2020. Interesting. All right. Well, I just in the Skype itch through the article I'm about to talk about, so that'll help help you move along here. Uh, okay, so during the most recent Pokemon Direct, Nintendo came forward with the surprising announcement they're, that they're remaking Pokemon Mystery Dungeon games as Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX on the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Though we've only seen a trailer so far. Uh, for the new version. It's watercolored graphics and familiar dungeon crawling gameplay seems like a perfect fit for the hybrid console. Whether you're a fan of the Mystery Dungeon games or just love Pokemon in general, uh, or dungeon crawling, this may be the game for you. Here's everything you need to know about Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX for the Switch. Have you played uh, Mystery Dungeon before, Bradley? Nope. Nope, I have not. Are you... I actually kind of want to pick this up, though. It, it's, uh, it's a different take on the games. It's actually quite fun to play, but it can be goddamn frustrating at the same time, too, like most Pokemon games. It wouldn't be a Pokemon game if it wasn't. Yeah, I think the frustrating part of it is um, once you get into the later missions and stuff, you have to actually plan your, you know, if it's a 50-floor dungeon, you gotta endure that. Like, you don't, you won't have you don't have an unlimited bag uh, space, so you gotta manage your inventory, uh, decide what Pokemon you can battle and which ones you won't um, and then you'll find new items on the floor and you gotta decide whether you gotta take that item or, and leave another one etc so like it really uh, makes you think after a while damn I actually kind of like that idea then yeah it's good um, this uh, I'm sure we'll get into it later with this article but uh, I think in this one you can actually have a full team of six Pokemon which you could only have two or up to four before so were you? Uh, so you're like the lead Pokemon uh, for this uh, for this rescue team, and you just go around the dungeon and discover different rooms and stuff, and then there's lots of Pokemon that attack you, um, and it's a turn-based game, so it's it's so super like interesting. D and D meets uh, Pokemon. Yeah, kind of. Uh, the most terrifying thing you can run into is a monster uh, monster house. So like it's just you just explore the dungeon like any other time, and then you run into a room, and it'll say, "Oh no, a monster house," and then like. I'm not even shitting you, like, ten Pokemon will just drop out of nowhere, and then they will all start attacking you, and you're like, I can turn around and run away, or fight ten Pokemon, which is fucking impossible. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> puts you in a shitty situation. But I beat a Monster House one time because I funneled all the Pokemon into one, uh, hallway, and then just attacked all of them with, like, I think it was Shockwave, and it attacks every Pokemon in, in a straight line. So, mm. yeah, that saved me. <laughs> Smart play. Yep. And I was so stoked, and my reward was not very big. It was like, oh, you get a TM. I'm like, cool. Give me some money. Anyways. Uh, Alright, so... Uh, since this is a dungeon crawler and not a turn-based RPG, you'll move freely, freely throughout the dungeons with your team and fight opponents in real time, using positioning and movement to plan out your battle strategy. You'll have partners helping you fight all at once, too, rather than one Pokemon at a time. 
Um, I found my partners to be extremely dumb. But, you, um, you have to go to, like, the separate drop-down menu, and you can manage your partner and, and tell them to do specific things. So if you want to just run away, you can tell your partner run away, so they will prioritize running and fleeing from the battle versus actually battling them. Um, or you could tell them to go aggress uh, attack aggressively, so with, once they're in range for any attack or any item that can be thrown, they'll attack the enemy nearby. Um, go for items, uh, follow me, like shit like that. So you can, you can tell your partner what to do, but generally they're really dumb. Okay. I like that. Not that they're dumb, but that you can at least tell them what to do. Yeah. Somewhat. Yeah. Pretty much. All right. Uh, okay. So spoiler alert for another mystery dungeon game. I can't remember which one it was, but, um, actually, uh, it's a pretty bad spoiler. So I'm actually not going to say it, but anyways, most of them end the same way in terms of your character. Because uh, you're a human that's um, come into the Pokemon world and turned into a Pokemon. That's the whole point of the game is there's no humans at all. It's all just Pokemon. Um, but yeah, they all end the same way except for one game ends differently. And I was so goddamn pissed at the ending. Like, I literally almost threw my 3DS across the room. I was so fucking choked. So, tell, I, me off, tell me off, uh, off I'll, the cast. I'll, I'll tell you off the cast, yeah. But uh, it's bad. It was bad. It was the latest one. The one latest one for the 3DS. I can't fucking remember the name of it now. Anyways, yeah. I was really pissed, so be warned. But if this is just like the original, then the ending's fine, so. Alright, uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team mostly cons consists of two components. Uh, while you're in your base, you can explore freely, talk to other Pokemon, take on jobs, further the plot, and build up the base further to, uh, to house your team members. Uh, it's okay, uh, but when you're out in the dungeons, it's mostly the meaty gameplay. In the dungeons, you can move one square on the dungeon grid at a time, and it will engage with enemy Pokemon when you get too close to them. Attacks will damage Pokemon within their respective ranges, and typical Pokemon weaknesses and resistance still apply. Your teammate will help you fight, or you can avoid battles if you want to, though you may want to battle often to level up and tackle bosses later. So yeah, the bosses in this game are, like, legendary Pokemon, essentially. Or really high, like really high level Pokemon like Dragonite or, uh, you know, something like that. So uh, yeah, the picture, the picture here shows uh, a few big ones like uh, Charizard, yeah, Alakazam. Oh, that's um, that's the the idol team. So like when you first start out in your village, you're the like you're just starting out as a rescue team. But this is like the elite top shelf rescue team. Is uh, yeah. Alakazam, Charizard, and Tyranitar? Yeah. So yeah, so that so you basically look up to them as like they're an S rank um, rescue team, and you're like an E rank or something. The shit rank. Yeah, you're you're bottom of the barrel. You get all the easy jobs. That's like come rescue me. I made it to floor two and I can't find my way out. Like fuck off. Um, <laughs> and then they're ta taking on things like I'm on floor fifty five and I'm very stuck. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. Okay, so um, this is a remake. Uh, it's the original Rescue Team games that were split into red and blue, just like the kind of like the original uh, Pokemon games on the uh, Game Boy Advance and the DS, and the exclusive Pokemon in each game. Uh, and there's some upgraded features on the DS, but now that the two games have effectively been combined uh, into one and remade entirely with new graphics and improved gameplay. At the moment, aside from the graphics, we don't know much about what the new features might be available in this remake. All we know is that it looks nicer. It also seems that it includes newer mechanics in Pokemon that weren't available when the first Rescue Team games came out, such as Mega Evolution. We'll update when 
We learned more. Fuck, that'd be badass. Like, that would literally make or break a battle, especially with a with, with a legendary. Yeah. Because when you, f when you start fighting a boss, it will give you two spaces of buffer zone. So... You can't, like, some attacks you can attack a Pokemon that are two or three squares away, and some of them you need to be right next to them in order to use it. So that two squares of buffer really helps, unless you don't have an attack that does anything. So, then you just gotta throw an item or something and just take away some health. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, so, it's super cool. There's a demo right now in the store, I'm pretty sure, if you want to check it out. I will download that. I want to play it. I kind of I really want to play this game now. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of fun. I put a lot of hours into all of them. So, okay. I'm still eating my Kit Kat. It's just so delicious. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, what Pokemon can you play as? The following Pokemon are playable in Pokemon Mystery Dungeon DX, so the game will choose a Pokemon for you based on a personality test of sorts at the start, but if you dislike what you're given, you can say you're not happy with it, and the game will let you select whoever you want. So... Every starter, up to Generation 3, so that just clears all them up, uh, Pikachu, Psyduck, Machop, Eevee, Skitty, Meowth, and Cubone. So those are who you can choose. That's a pretty big uh, list, though. That is a pretty big list. I'm trying to think. I, I, I kind of wanted to use Cubone or Charmander. I've always done Pikachu, because uh, Pikachu is my favorite, so... Um, and, uh, I know there's at least a couple of electric moves that just, that reach multiple squares. Like, like I said, Shockwave, I'm pretty sure sh shocks everybody in a straight line. So, that's handy. Uh, is there a demo? And then I always, sorry, and then I always teach Pikachu Iron Tail so he can just dominate rock types. Well, yeah, that's probably a smart move. I can see that. Well, the only, uh issue I have with Pikachu in the main games is Pikachu's special defense sucks balls. So, like, it just gets one hit all the time, and you're like, fuck sakes. Can you live through one attack so I can get experience on you? Like, fuck. <laughs> 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 Alright, anyways. Um, so, of the remaining Pokemon, you can also select which you want to be your partner and the, and the friend that you travel with throughout the entire game. Um, I'm, not, I'm actually on the fence of who I want my partner to be. Oh, okay, if you're going Pikachu. Uh, yeah, you gotta find someone that compliments your... Mudkip's dirty because it's uh, water ground, so um, electric-type moves don't affect it at all. Yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah. I kind of like Psyduck. <laughs> See, if Psydu if you could hear Psyduck actually talking, I th I'd pick Psyduck because it'd be fucking hilarious. Yeah. Why do we go in there? Yeah, Psyduck. Yeah, I think that, I, I, I don't know. That'd be a funny combo. Psyduck was funny in the Detective Pikachu movie. Yes, he was. He was so good in that. Yeah. I actually really like that movie. Apparently, it's a Sonic movie, on a side note. Sonic movie is actually apparently really good. Yes, we talked about it on the last podcast. Yeah, you guys were talking about it, and uh, I still haven't seen it yet, though. I haven't seen it yet either, and I actually really want to go. Um, I want to support the industry I work in. If we weren't on the opposite sides of the country, I probably would go with you. Yeah, totally. We could call each other while we're in the theater and then watch it. <laughs> and then just be really loud and obnoxious. Be like, hey, Bradley, whoa, this is so cool. And then everyone's turning around and looking at me. 
Well, um, yeah, but your would be my phone on this seat I purchased for you. Yeah. Like he, and, he paid for his ticket. And I'm on speakerphone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he paid for his ticket. I don't. I don't. I don't know the problem here. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, the, like I mentioned earlier, there's a demo of the game. Um, oh, and your progress will automatically transfer to the full game when you purchase it. Well, that's good. That's sexy. Uh, can I play with friends? No, I can. You unfortunately cannot play. Uh, it is a single-player game only. Wow, wow. Uh, when can you get it? Obviously, what which I said earlier at the beginning, uh, March sixth, and it will cost sixty dollars. Interesting that it's not an eighty-dollar game. Well, maybe because it's a remake. Yeah, I think they're going with the uh, Link's Awakening price. Totally. My dog's being annoying again. I can hear him. Aren't you, dog? You're being annoying. Annoying. Okay, anyway, so that's uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. I'm looking forward to that one the most, I think. Um, okay, so the next one on the list here. But before we get to that, let's get to our gaming order of the week. Uh, so it's brought to you by Gamer Tempo, who's uh, slaying it up on Apex. You don't even know what the word is because I have. I don't. Here. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, c I could throw out a random word. You could. Um, and then I'll top it, it with my well. word. Actually, here, I will. But I can't even guess, though, because I already know what it is. Okay, I'll just say it. It's uh, Bunny Hop. What do you think Bunny Hop is, Gamer Tempo? Uh, very well known in uh, Fortnite. People hopping away, jumping, trying to dodge those sniper bullets. Ooh, you spotting spot on there. Uh, in computer gaming and video gaming, wherever the fuck this is. Uh, a bunny hop or bee hop is a technique where the player repeatedly jumps as they're moving. Bunny hopping can be make it more difficult to target the player and in some games cause them to move faster using a technique called strafe jumping. There you go. Apex has the slide bunny hop. So I yeah. yeah, I was talking you're doing slide, that. Jump. So what how do you do it? So you run, when you get your you get a few steps, then you slide and you jump and it, it's faster than just running. Yeah, I saw you were doing that, and I was like, oh, that's that's looks like an advanced move. Yeah. So. You get used to it. It's, it becomes second nature. Totally. All right, visit our website at videogamesnow.ca to find all their content, including our YouTube videos, social media links, and the, get the news we cover on the podcast. After the show, leave a review on whatever you're listening to the show on it to help spread the word about bunny hopping. And finally, have you be considered becoming a Video Games Now Patreon? As a Patreon, you get access to the podcast episodes one day earlier than everyone else, as well as a discount on VGN swag, exclusive stories, and you can listen to the podcast live on Discord as we record it. And uh, throwing out a special offer here, uh, if you guys become a Patreon this week, uh, so between this, the time this episode airs on March the 3rd to the next week, then uh, I'll give you a free shirt. doesn't matter which Patreon tier you buy, I will give you a free shirt. So head on it's over to Patreon. generous. Yeah. Coming They're, from the uh, birthday boy there. Yes. Still given. Yeah. You're, you're supposed to get stuff on your birthday week, not not give stuff away. Well, I'm going to get some Patreons, hopefully. Hopefully. There. That's my birthday wish. Get some get some Patreons. Some more Patreons. And Bridges is getting kind of lonely on the beach by himself. <laughs> he's still faithful, though. He is. Yeah, he's good. He's been uh, chatting in our Patreon chat quite a bit, and... Uh, I've actually, I actually tried to game with them last weekend, but uh, our timelines didn't match up. But anyways, yeah. So yeah, head over to patreon.com slash video games now to check out uh, what tiers we have to offer, and you'll get a free shirt, courtesy of me. All right, guys, let's continue on here. So right now we're on Animal Crossing New Horizons. 
everything we know so far. This year, we're actually going to get a new Animal Crossing adventure. Yes, that's right. We're going to see Tom Nook and Isabel again. We're truly blessed. Animal Crossing New Horizons is set to whisk you away to a deserted island you can customize however you wish. This already dreamy-looking island getaway lets us jet-set our very own little paradise as we get even closer to the release, to the release date. We're steadily learning more and more about the, one of the most anticipated upcoming Switches games. You, I died. Because I can't talk. Like, I literally took every word in that sentence and totally mixed up the, the where all the words were. Uh, that's my life. Is that a condition? I, like, is that, that a... Is, am I fucked up? Uh, I'm pretty sure that's dyslexia. But I don't have dyslexia. Well, I haven't been diagnosed with dyslexia, but yeah. No, but that's like people mixing up letters or pick, people mixing up words. Like, my brain, when I read a word, it automatically jumps to the word it thinks it is, even though it may not be it. I do so, that when I'm talking sometimes. I, I noticed actually last um, last uh, podcast, I was reading Resident Evil. But I'm working on a show right now for NBC called Resident Alien, and I said Resident Alien. And I didn't realize it until I listened back to the podcast. I'm like, why the fuck did I say Resident Alien for fuck's sakes? Like, damn it. Yeah, my so. mind does that all the time where I'll just I'll be reading something and I have to kind of like stop and reread it and go. That is not the word that I just read. I hate when you look at fucking damn easy words and you, you're like tired or something and your brain's like, that's not how you spell and, you fucking dumbass. And you like look at it for like a good hot Ten minute. minutes. You're like, yeah. and you got to Google it <laughs> just to be sure. Yeah. yeah, you keep going back to it and goes, that's not right. Oh. I've, that's not how you spell happy. That's, yeah. that's not it. I had play once. Like I was... I was making a play button in Adobe Flash, and I like looked at play. I'm like, play spelled wrong. It's P P L A Y. Like, no, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I had to Google it, and then like you, you almost doubt Google. You're like, nah, Google might be wrong. <laughs> I don't think play spelled that way. Uh, <laughs> oh, the human mind is dumb. All right. Yep. So while you're you wait for your departure in March. We've gathered everything we know so far about Animal Crossing New Horizons, and to get as prepared as possible for your oncoming trip to the island, we'll be continuously updating it with anything new, so be sure to check back often on the Video Games Now podcast, not gamesradar.com. Come on. Alright, so it's confirmed the Animal Crossing release date is March 20th. It's quite the change from the uh, 2019 original penciled-in date, but it looks like it's going to be worth the wait. Uh, after the first teaser told us that Tom Nook is back and the Animal Crossing is coming to Switch, uh, but it's enough to get us all super excited. It's the start of the new year, and the thought of escaping away to a little Animal Crossing-shaped deserted, deserted island is more appealing than ever. To welcome, the, uh, to welcome in 2020, Nintendo dropped an adorable short teaser trailer to remind us of the new adventure truly on the horizon now. Featuring Tom Nook giving a presentation to promote the deserted island getaway package, see many familiar faces in the audience including Isabel, who makes an appearance being her adorable self, and the teaser may be very short, but it gives us a very first look at the cover of the game. So that's, they're just going step by step here. So let's skip to the goodies here. All right, so here's all the gameplay details that we know so far. So set on the new deserted island, which they've mentioned about 12 times now. Mm -hmm. um, Animal Crossing New Horizons will see you setting on, or settling on a brand new world and working to build it into a proper little civilization. There we go. I just had to like snort a bit. All right. Oh, uh, did you just give me a golf clap? Was that what that was? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, players embark on an ultra-exclusive Nook Inc. deserted island getaway package and enjoy- Can they stop saying that? That is like the 13th time they've said deserted island getaway package or whatever. They're like reminding you where you are. I already hate this game for that. No, over kidding. and over. Uh, enjoy a peaceful existence full of creativity, charm, and the freedom to roll up their sleeves and make a new life wherever they want it to be. Um, players can collect resources and they can craft uh, into everything from creature comforts to handy tools as they set up a homestead that they can decorate freely both inside and out. The focus with Animal Crossing New Horizons is crafting. By the collecting, by collecting all the things you need uh, that you're used to in the Animal Crossing series, like wood, soft and hard, weeds, flowers, rocks, and more, the craft things like er, to craft things like furniture, tools. In the above trailer, you craft a flimsy axe, which you can use to chop down trees. You can still buy items from Timmy Nook's shop, though there are plenty of options for you to obtain new things. So I've never actually played Animal Crossing. I don't know about you. Uh, I have played them in the past. Um... And I've played, like, Stardew Valley, which is very close to Animal Crossing in kind of ways. Interesting. It's, it's like a Farmville. Yeah. If and you remember, if you remember Farmville, like, the, the build this crop and build this house. Let's, let's take this and go fishing and take this and go mining. So is it very linear in terms of what you can do? It's like, hey, you need to build a house and you need to gather these things to build a house. And then not, not overly. Like, you... It's all about uh, appeal, right? It's how you want to build it. But I know some people that just go, screw it. I'm just going to go fishing for like 10 hours and right. just fish. Okay. But they do they do have like special events per the seasons. So I guess with Easter being the next season coming up. So they'll have like a, a, a town hall island and you can go to that island and take part in the special events where it's like find Easter eggs. Uh, and then they'll give you like rewards for your house. Right. Okay. I feel like I would get bored of this game very quick. Yeah, I do. I'm not a. I'm not a big fan. Yeah. Um, I have been getting more and more into the build. Okay, dog, go away. Go lay down. Go lay down. Fucking dog. Anyways, just wants to play. Anyways, um, yeah, I've been getting more into the building games. But, uh, like, I played uh, City Skylines, which was super fun, actually. That game, it, its challenge came from trying to balance your money, because you don't get very much, or you will get only a certain amount per month, and you need an X amount to, uh, to, to upgrade to the new thing. Right, so you're always upgrading. Like, there's never you're never done. There's never like, okay, my city's like minty. Right, it's like you need to continue to work at it. And uh, I liked it because you also had to think ahead. Right, if you built a single like a two lane, uh, two way road. Later on, it's like, well, that's now my major artery for getting like truck traffic through or something like that and then you'd get a huge traffic back up there so then you'd have to upgrade the roads but in order to do that you'd have to destroy all the buildings that are along the road because the road's too skinny yeah right so then it's like well fuck now i'm losing money because i'm destroying businesses that are good or, or housing that's good so you gotta really plan ahead to go okay later on i'm gonna upgrade this to whatever so i usually do like the uh, four-lane road, like, two, two each way, and then there's a cement meridian in the middle, so that's, like, 
a fairly affordable option, but it gives me the up uh, the option later to upgrade my road. Okay. Yeah. So not I, bad. I like that game. It was super fun. Um, but I hit a peak. Like, I had like I got all the achievements. I had like a hundred thousand people in my town. I'm like, yeah. So if you like that, you pr you may like Animal Crossing, just because there's so much you can do with it. Yeah. Well, I was thinking that, um, that the, like just the crafting and stuff like that kind of reminds me of Eco as well. Like just the, the, yeah. all that. Yeah. So. Yeah, and like you build your gardens, you build your houses, trees. Uh, you can go bug catching. Like there's so much you can do in the game to keep yourself entertained. Uh, and the one big thing I'm actually impressed with in the game is your island. You can, after a certain while, you can actually mold your island to how you want it. So if you want your island bigger, you can throw more earth and like expand your island outwards. Or if you want like a river in between your island, you can literally just dig out a river and then a river will be there for you. Hmm. So like a guy creates a waterfall. Um, so you can make it how, how you like it and readjust. If you're very OCD, you can make it just a square. Ah, that'd be so, neat. Like, yeah, like you can like that OCD side. You can be like, okay, this this isn't a flat edge. It's a very choppy. Let's just fill it in and make it flat. Yeah, my uh, OCD was taken over the other day. Actually, today, um, I asked a staff member to put out some cones, and they were like not straight. And I'm like, buddy, listen here. <laughs> so. I, probably seemed made, a little did crazy. Did you make someone cry? No, no, no. I didn't make them cry, but I'd made them fix the cones. So. All right. Um, where are we here? So, the recipes for crafting themselves... Sorry, I'm, I'm getting... <laughs> uh, the recipes for crafting themselves are hitting away inside your brand new Nook phone via an app. You'll be acquiring new recipes through other, anim uh, through other animals or by discovering new items. Or just directly buying them from the store. There's also new Nook Mile program where you can activate uh, work. Uh, you can. Okay, good. I'm not crazy. This sentence it, it makes no sense. Where you can activities earn you miles. That's literally what it says. <laughs> you see this? No, I don't have. Oh, that you one. don't have the article, right? Fuck. Sorry. You didn't send that one to me. Fuck me. And the fucking Nook I wrote in on. All right. And I believe you though. It's 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 pretty bad. Maybe uh, maybe I was fucking up before because it was uh, it was just poorly written. I'm just gonna use that as the excuse now. But I'm gonna I'll send you the next article too, so we're not waiting on that. But uh, yeah, so Animal Crossing says uh, where you can activities earn you miles. That'll be our next shirt. <laughs> and people actually uh, no, that'll make us look dumb. That'll make us look like in, like inept idiots. So and we do we do that well enough on our own. Yeah, we don't need help. Alright, um, you can use the Nook phone to call an islander to come and help you out with various tasks. Animal Crossing New Islanders Co-op confirmed! Up to four players can, you, uh, can play together just by passing a Joy-Con or via local wireless connection. Great. That's what we need, another co-op game for the Switch. The Switch is killing it. I love the co-ops. I mean, the, uh, the Joy-Con... The Joy-Cons are super finicky. I literally just had to throw one of mine out because the fucking stick didn't work or something. Like, it's just... Yeah. But luckily, I had a, a couple of extras. They're expensive. Yeah, they are. That's a hundred bucks. Like, it's the most expensive controller I think you can get that's Wait, not a special bucks? scuff controller. 
Did you yeah. say a hundred bucks? That's fucked. Joy cons. If you get, if you're buying a Joy cons, they're like ninety eight dollars a piece or something stupid. They're not like the normal. Well, I mean, you are essentially getting two controllers, but if you're just getting them to replace the other two you had, that's fucked. Yeah. Um, but I'm just using the um, the Pro controller because oh, the, okay. yeah, the thumbsticks are way bigger for one, uh, especially for Doom, which we'll talk about in a bit. Um, yeah, the the th the control sticks are way bigger on the on the controller. So, yeah, I remember playing Doom on the on the handheld on the Switch before, and it was it was fucking tough with the with those small little control sticks. Yeah, the neon purple, neon orange Joy-Con set is ninety nine fifty on Amazon.ca. Good God, Nintendo! Fuck, that's yeah. more than any of their games. Yeah. It's, it's a little painful if you have to buy new ones. That's the one downside with Nintendo is you need a fucking bajillion controllers to have fun. Yeah, you, you buy the system for $400. You buy four sets of controllers for $400. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then, and then when the system dies, like the Wii U now is dead, but I still have 12,000 fucking Wiimotes and Wiimote accessories in my fucking drawer. Oh, the Wii. Man, the Wii had so many accessories. I just, yeah. Because you got, like, the the racket, the golf club. The sh the shooter thing from the yeah, Wii. The, yeah. The gun. Yeah. The, man, there's so many accessories for and the... And then every Wii mode had a nunchuck. And then every every Wii mode had a fucking, um, what do you call it, a wristband strap that everyone just cut off. Let's be fucking honest. <laughs> I definitely Pretty cut much. mine off. I fucking couldn't stand it. Pretty much. Um, what else did it have? Oh, yeah, and then the Wii had... Um, you had memory cards from your GameCube that you put in your Wii to play GameCube games. And then you had GameCube controllers that people have now adopted to using in Smash. Oh, yeah. I have one of those. Those were sturdy as fuck, though, back in the day. Actually, they're still sturdy as fuck. Uh, on my stream, it's on display behind me. The uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate GameCube controller. Nice. Yeah, I guess they remade more GameCube controllers. But uh, I, I couldn't do. I can't do the GameCube controller with Smash. I just can't do it. I didn't play Melee though. That's probably why. That's yeah. That's probably why. If you played Melee, you would have you would have just adapted really quick. Yeah, I played 64, skipped Melee because I didn't have a cube, and uh, and went straight to Brawl. I actually really enjoyed Brawl, but uh, I, I understand why everybody hates it because of the. Um, uh, basically the nerfing of competitive um, Smash playing. Hey dog, are you chewing on that and ripping it apart and destroying your toy? Fucker. Alright. She's not gonna chew now because I talked to her like that. But anyways, uh, Animal Crossing, back to the back to the juice hand bits. Okay, so um... I'm just trying to look at new shit that... Oh, it's, we're almost over here. So, it's September 4th Nintendo Direct. We got to see some new gameplay features coming to the deserted island. A shop set up by N Tom Nook known as Resident Services. Notice how I didn't say Resident Alien. Like, I was literally about to and I had to stop myself. <laughs> um, sells It sells tools and furniture that would also... Uh, and it will also buy your unwanted items. But that's not all. As part of the island cleanup plan, you can sell any weeds you gather from the island to... Uh, to quite literally make a tidy profit. Nice. 
Um, Nook Nook Miles will also uh, where Nook Miles were also revealed, which is a new feature coming to the world of Animal Crossing. You can earn Nook Miles by doing various activities and then exchanging them for special items and recipes. There will be set objects each day for specific rewards, such as collecting a certain amount of a certain resource, like wood, or performing different tasks. Looks like uh, it looks set to be a good way to add more incentive to collecting different critters on the island, such as bugs and fish. And uh, if they have daily challenges or whatever, like that, that's good. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It should be good. It's. I think it'll be a good game all around. It looks like they put a lot of effort into it. Yeah. I mean, is has there been a bad mainline game from Nintendo? I'm just trying to think. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm seriously asking that question. There's. I think there's been a few that have been a little disappointing. Uh, the. Well, I have it. Where is it? Do I still have it? The Kirby. Right. They've been disappointing, but like they're. They're, they're not still, bad. They're not bad, they, yeah. yeah. Oh, the actually, Kirby and the um, um, uh, Yoshi Craft World. Both yeah, games, one, yeah. I think people were just like, eh, could have done better. Yeah, totally. Actually, I got one. The Super Paper Mario was fucking kind of dirty. It was just a dirty fucking game. Did you play that one? Are you talking about, like, the old one? For the... No, no, no. So... We, so there was super. There was Paper Mario for the sixty four, which was fucking yeah, great. That then was there, great. Then there was Thousand Year Door for the Cube, which was fucking even which I better. Loved. Yeah. Oh my god, that arc where you had to fight, um, in like the wrestling match type thing. That was so yes. fucking badass. That, no, that was that, that was a great game. Um, and then they came out on the Wii Super Super Paper Mario, um, which didn't really follow the Paper Mario RPG thing. So. It was kind of a side-scrolling Paper Mario adventure. Yeah, I don't think I ever played that. Yeah, it, it, if you look at it as its own game, sure, it's a decent game, but it, as a part of the Paper Mario franchise, it just didn't work. So, Kind of glad I missed it. Yeah, uh, and then the fourth one was the Paper Mario Color Splash, I think was what it was called. So. Yeah, no. Yeah, that one was okay. Thousand Doors. Thousand Doors was the best one. Yeah. Which, which, ugh, I want to play GameCube games so fucking bad, but it, it's it's fairly easy to find a GameCube here in Vancouver, like or even on like Facebook Marketplace. But like just to find the games and all that, and a TV that can plug into ancient fucking technology. Uh, ancient, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, we've reached that point in our lives where we can't even plug in the the fucking yellow. Uh, whatever it is video cable anymore the, the video cables yeah video audio cables <laughs> we're fucking old I'm only 28 now 28 tomorrow or today I guess feel yeah, this podcast today. sometime I totally for hit- me it's for me it's today as in I'm it's it's like one o'clock here oh yeah right now cool so happy birthday well thanks uh, I was born at 5 a.m apparently yeah, apparently sleep apparently I'm not wishing uh, you a happy birthday <laughs> I, I expect you to wish me a ha- no. Um, apparently, my mom said I t- uh, she was in labor for like 18 hours. Like, I took 18 hours. I was just a fucking asshole from the beginning. Nothing's changed. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's Animal Crossing. Uh, March 20th, that comes out. Uh, wait, is it? Yep, or, March 20th. Okay, good. I was it comes th- out the same day as Doom. No, okay, that's right. That's I, I got them confused for some reason. 
So Doom Eternal comes out, uh, which I will be playing that before I will be playing Animal Crossing. Same. Yeah. So Doom, the 2016 version, was fucking awesome. I played it last May, I think, and I was raving about it on the po- on the whatever podcast episode that was. And yeah, it was really, really good. I liked I liked Doom in 2016 because it was it felt like a fair challenge. Like I was challenged, but I never was mad at the result of something. I I like the mechanic that they had where you can get up close and personal and rip them apart and get health. Yeah, totally. Like it, it rewarded you for playing. Like if you're low health, it was like play aggressive. Yeah. So that was nice. Where if you're low health, you're usually running around with your head cut off trying to avoid everything. This, mm. if you did that, you died. It was better just to find a minion, rip them apart, get some health, and start over. Yeah, this is a very run and gun game, which is my whole FPS style anyway. So, yeah, it's great. All right. Uh, Doom Eternal is on the horizon, and it looks awesome. If you like the first game as much as we did, there's a lot to be excited about. Grappling hook shotguns. What? That sounds cool. Yeah. What? That's fucking bitching. So you like grapple hook shotgun somebody's like head and then it just rips it clean off their body and you get health? Like that'd be sweet. I don't know. <laughs> I, I haven't seen the gameplay on it, but that sounds really cool. Yeah. Uh, a shoulder mounted flamethrower. Sounds fucking badass as well. Um, a laser axe and other things. If these three somehow aren't enough for you at E3 2019, I'd finally unveil Doom Eternal's release date. Um, showed off. Okay, what? Who? Okay. Is this? Okay. Who? What was that before? Okay, it was on Games Radar before. Whoever that dude was can't fucking write this an article. The... Um, this is on PC Gamer, and that whole sentence made no sense. I'd finally unveil Doom Eternal's release date. Showed off new gameplay and introduced battle mode. Why? Sorry, I'm just so fucking confused. At why yeah. That, yeah, that doesn't make much sense. Do, do people actually read their articles before they publish them? Like, is that a thing? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what he's trying to say there. Yeah, I don't know. It's confusing. Anyways, um, so Doom Eternal's release is like we said before, March 20th. Originally, Doom Eternal was planned for a release in November. However, in October, just a month before they were set to launch, ID Software announced it would be delayed until March 20, 2020. Uh, which I'm always fine with game delays, especially if it's by a couple months. It's like, hey, we're not ready. Like, we want to polish it a bit more and then ship it. Like, that's totally fucking fine with me. It's annoying, but it's, you know. Same with uh, Zelda. so many of them, though. Well, when they pushed Zelda, the Breath of the Wild, I knew for sure they were pushing because they wanted to launch it with a Switch. I, like, I fucking knew it. Yeah, sometimes it's smart. Yeah. I think uh, a few more games are going to be push back to late November for that exact reason with the PS5 and Xbox. Yeah, so we haven't heard enough of the game delays yet? Yeah, I think there'll be more. Yeah. Alright, the new trailer above is pretty, but also pretty standard. Doom Fair's, uh, Doom Fair of running and gunning um, among familiar uh, demons and mancubuses. Those are, uh, is that what they're called? Yeah. Mancubuses? Yeah. Alright, and uh, two new enemies, the Marauder and the Gladiator. See, those are two sweet names. Not Man Mancubus and Coca Demon. Caco Demon. 
Uh, there's also a glimpse of the Crucible in action, the glowing red sword which is featured briefly in Doom 2016 and is returning as a part of the main arsenal. Fucking cool. You get to run around with a fucking sword and just, oh, I'm, maybe that's your new chainsaw. Oh, uh, that'd be a good one. That'd be fucking lit. Um, okay. So, after three hours with Doom Eternal, here's what we liked and what we didn't like. More recently, Wes and Andy, uh, I'm assuming from PC Gamer, uh, played three very polished hours of Doom Eternal and came away with a conflict. Uh, with conflicting but mostly positive thoughts, sorry. People are going to go wild for Doom Eternal. There's something inherently lovable about its brash, non-nonsense energy. Feels amazing on, uh, in your hands, especially when the flow kicks in and you're completely hypnotized by the violence. It's turning... See... Video games are just propaganda, man. They make... They, they create war, man. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, every time uh, I read that article, I'm like, yeah, so... We've been in war with other humans for like 10,000 years. I don't think video games is the problem. No. <laughs> humans. Humans, are, humans are just shit, yeah. Um, Alright. So combat, it feels pr amazing as expected, but the pair have, res have reservations about the platforming sections they played. It was linear and didn't engage my mind at all. The, uh, the way exploring the classic Doom levels would have made me map out a 3D space in my head. That's what I missed most in Eternal. Give me some of those labyrinth levels and I'll be happy. So I'm going to take that with a grain of salt because I'm feeling like they played some of the early levels. So Which, yeah, low key. Low key. They want to get people familiar with the game, familiar with the controls, right? So I think the later levels might have a bit more of a labyrinthy well uh, even in doom 2016 it was like that like the first couple levels were pretty straightforward yeah and then then you got to like in hell when you had to get all the different keys from different bodies and open up this door to go get this key to open up this door to go get this key yeah um and it rewarded you for exploring too like you found like you could go through the whole game without exploring anything and it would just make it harder right like you had by exploring you're finding uh the armor upgrades and all that kind of shit. Like, yeah. I like games that reward you for exploring. So. Yeah. Um, uh, so there's a little bit of gameplay going on here while we're talking. He literally shot himself out of a fucking laser beam cannon. And now he's he's got some badass looking gun. This fucking game looks so good. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so stoked. Uh, I'm literally going to finish and put down Pokemon Mystery Dungeon and then pick this up. And this is when it, when I'm not working, so I'm totally streaming this game. It's gonna be so good. Oh, I'll be streaming this one too. There's a multiplayer, so we'll play online together. Fuck yeah, let's do it. Uh, okay, so um, where were we? So here's the spoilery first ten minutes. I don't know if we should read this. I don't want to read it. I, nah, I don't, don't want to be. I don't want to be spoiled. Uh, okay, so director Hugo Martin breaks down the new and classic demons of Doom Eternal. Uh, the new no-clip documentary brought in Doom Eternal game director Hugo Mart Martin to talk about the game's new and classic demons. It's cool to see how many demons are returning from Doom 2, but even cooler to see the brand new baddies in action. So, a new enemy called Whiplash. It's a slithering demon that flanks the Doom Slayer and whips him to death. Whoosh. Okay. I don't know. That's fucking dumb. Uh, tentacles. I'm just gonna guess that, like, it's like it's turning into a fucking hentai porn. An ambient AI enemy that ambushes the Doom Slayer from holes in the wall. Uh, okay. The Marauder is a new enemy. Doom Slayer's demon rival who plays players. Wait. 
rival who players will fight several times in the game. Okay. All right. Doom Hunter, which is also new, a demon machine hybrid that floats on a hovering tank and a bunch of weapons. These oh, just shit. sound that sounds bad, like bad news. Yeah. Don't want to yeah, run that into too many. Fun. Don't want to run into too many Doom, Doom Hunters. Uh, Carcass, uh, a defensive demon that puts up a protective wall. Rocket launchers not recommended. Uh, an anti oh. an anti explosive dude. I'm just having a gauze cannon him. I guess I don't know. Man, I loved the gauze cannon. That thing was a fucking monster. I didn't use half the guns. Really? Remember when I, I streamed it? I streamed it and I challenged. I said I was only using the pistol. Right. So I used the pistol and the chainsaw all the way through. And I never actually went back and played with the other guns. Oh. Well, the gauze cannon fucking saved your life so much. Like, if you're oh, totally fucked... I just shoot that? Just just get that out, line them all up, and gauze cannon them. It's fucking great. Or the big fucking gun. That was helpful, too. Yeah, I'll probably do the same thing where I'll just use the pistol challenge. Because that's all I... Yeah, that's all I did. That's dirty. It was tough. Yeah, I bet it was. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I... I think... I can't remember the stats, but... The amount of kills I had versus the amount of, like, executions I had, they were pretty on par. <laughs> because that's how I had to play it. I had to weaken them, rip them apart on almost every guy I fought. That's... T that's... Wow. That's impressive. You actually beat the yeah. game with that? Yeah, I beat the game with it. That's It was impressive. all on stream. Wow. So I'll probably, I'll probably do it again, because I want to see if I can do it again. I'm just going to use all the guns because it's more fun, but that's really, oh, no, that's I, really I, impressive. I, I, The guns definitely... It reminds me of Ratchet and Clank and all those stupid guns that are so much fun. Yeah. All right, so now we're into the classic demons. So we have uh, Pain Elemental, a caco demon, like flying with cre uh, flying demon with creepy arms. So is I wonder if that's that balloon-looking asshole that I fucking can't stand. Where you could come like around the, the guy. Yeah, you like come around the corner and he's like, Ooh, like right in your face, and you're like, can you fucking back off there, dude? In I my face. Know. Yeah. Uh, there's an arachnotron, a brain with legs that fires grenades and can climb on walls. That sounds like an asshole. Yep. Uh, Arc vial, classic doom summoner that tries to call in reinforcements. I think there were some of those in the in the other one too. Yeah, Hellfield Soldier. And then, yeah, basic Hel soldier. Hellified Soldier, Basic Soldier Gruff, with a nasty bite. Bastard. I hated those fire-throwing assholes. Those were so annoying. Oh, yeah. Especially when you're like, hey, I got them all, and then one's appeared behind you, or two's appeared behind you, and you're like, can you fuck off? Because that takes all your health away. They're the ones I would rip apart the most. <laughs> I love when you rip them apart and their little face. They're like, <laughs> yeah, they were so fun. And I like the mechanics. Like, I don't know if anyone's ever played it, but if you, like, when I'm saying you rip them apart, like, I mean, like, you will grab a weak minion. And depending on how you approach the minion, if you, like, are crouched, you will grab them from their legs and then do a, like, something horrific to them. Like, rip off their legs and then smash them in the head with it. Or rip off uh, their jaw. Just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's some of them where, like, the big floaty eyeball, you literally, or the Cyclopsy-ish guy, you literally rip his eyeball out if you're attacking from behind. Well, when you get the power-up, um, the Berserk power-up, 
you will literally grab the minion's skull and just fucking tear him in half. Just like like a fucking piece of cheese. Just, just gone. Pretty much. It's, like, it's fucking gruesome. It's so fun, though. I sound like a serial killer, but it's so fun running around <laughs> just doing that. They're not humans. They're hell beings. There's okay, a difference. Okay, so I'm a hell... I don't, I don't even know what that would reference a serial killer version of that would be. I think that's just an, a serial killer of devil dudes. Okay. I don't know. Okay, so how long is Doom Eternal's campaign? Uh, 2019 QuakeCon, a representative from QCon forums, asked uh, Straton how long he estimated the average playthrough of Doom Eternal to take. It's definitely bigger than Doom 2016. Uh, longer, he said. Uh, I think the way we're challenging players will probably make it a bit longer, but I'm guessing right now it's around the 18 to 22 hour range on a pretty complete playthrough. That's great. That's That feels good. Well, I felt that Doom Eternal was kind of... or Sorry, the original Doom was kind of drug out. Because, like, I, I... I think it was four levels away from finishing, and I'm like, oh, this isn't the last level? Like, I was kind of confused, and then every level I finished, I'm like, this isn't the last level? I was con even more confused. Yeah, I had that happen a lot. It just kept, it just kept going, which wasn't a bad thing. No. But I'm like, what else do you have to fucking tell? You know? Like, kind of, I, they should have finished the game there and then had the last four um, missions be, like, post-game shit. Yeah, I don't know. I liked. I, I just had fun with it. Yeah. I just accepted it as a long game, and I'll probably do the same in this one. It'll have the same feel, probably, where it's like, okay, you killed that bad guy, but now there's a new big bad guy. Well, yeah, that was the other thing too, is because you killed a fucking huge boss, and you're like, that's got to be the final boss. And they're like, no, there's still seven or eight undiscovered enemies that you haven't fought yet, and you're like, what? There's people harder than that guy? Yeah. That's what I kept. Uh, part of me wanted to cry a few times. I'm like, are you kidding? Yeah. It's fun to be over. I played on the second hardest difficulty too, and I actually that that was the most fun I've had playing an FPS game in a long time. Like it felt like Halo One fun. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of the feel of it. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Creative director Hugo Martin backed up the estimate of the early in the early 2020, saying that they're hell bent on gauging you from the beginning to end. So this is a 22 plus hour game. All right then, calm down, bitches. It'll be on Steam. Pretty much nobody likes Bethesda's game launcher, and nothing makes people angrier uh, than when Epic Games makes an exclusive deal with a new game. Well, chill. Doom Eternal will be released on Steam. Ooh, do I want to play it on PC? I'm doing Xbox. Maybe I'll do Xbox 2 then so we can play together. No reason I'm doing Xbox is because it's it's going to be easier. Yeah, yeah, than dealing with the Steam store, yeah. Yeah, fair. Uh, okay, so uh, let's go to the multiplayer mode and then uh, we'll sign off here. Sorry. It's uh, it's super late, Bradley. It's like 10 p.m. here. Mm, it's, it's like quarter after one here. I know that that was the joke. So um, late. It's okay. I'm having fun. <laughs> I'm getting a little tired, but I'm having fun. I'm so tired. I got like five hours of sleep last night. I had to get up at 4 a.m. my time, and then go work until six. Yeah, I'm exhausted. I had to stay off. 
I just got to relax. I watched I watched TV. Played Ooh. video games. Mm. Live the dream. Live oh, I saw a really funny meme. It's like uh it's that meme where the guy is in the factory and he's gotta choose between the red button and the blue button and he's like sweating, he's got like the towel. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was that guy. And it's like white people. Uh, and when someone says, how's it going? It's like, living the dream or it's going. And he's like, oh. <laughs> uh, I thought that was funny. Yep. That, the, uh, I get that a lot at work, actually. You ask a guy, I work in a clothing store, right? So you ask a guy who's coming in. I'm like, how's it going? Ah, living the dream. That's like, Yeah, that's the most said thing at the store for dudes? Yeah, for dudes, yeah. Interesting. Uh, and then women will try to start a conversation and then just immediately end it. They're like, oh, it's going really good. And then that's it. Yep. Like they just stop themselves short of saying, how are you to start an actual conversation? Yeah. 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 That's how it goes. All right. So battle yeah. mode is Doom Eternal's Demon versus Doom Slayer multiplayer mode. Battle mode is a 1v2 competitive mode starring where, uh, yeah, starring where one Doom Slayer takes on two player controlled demons in a match versus skill and strategy. The demons appear to have all unique movement options and abilities where the Doom Slayer can make use of the game's huge arsenal of weapons. Looks pretty unique, especially compared to the bland multiplayer romp in Doom 2016. Yeah, so that sounds interesting. So now we're going to find a third person to play multiplayer with. Do you know anyone else getting the game? I could probably find somebody. Well, somebody else I, I should know gets and we'll get it. Will will pick it up and then maybe not play it until like a year later. After we've raved about it forever. Yeah. Uh, Cole will probably get this game actually. Nice. So yeah, maybe I'll, I'll talk Cole into buying this game. He, he made me buy Crawl, which I played once. Oh, Crawl's so fun. It's so fun though, yeah. But it's, it's more fun with actual human players. It, it is. Yeah. Okay, so thematically, and just from the fundamental design story, it was a little bit of a Halo, a little bit of Doom, and a little bit of Quake. But there was none of what people loved from the campaign, uh, said executive producer Marty Stratton. There's no meta, there's no real strategy there, and it uh, said the creative director, Hugo Martin. It's just like, my thumbs are better than yours. Yeah, I can kind of agree with that. Uh, when you can get, when you can overcome someone's twitch skills and strategy and teamwork uh, it means now that there's meta that emerges and battle mode is loaded with metas okay so they're so they're yeah so they're making about not only about how good you are at fps games but working together with this other uh demon dude to outsmart the doom slayer i like that yeah um which i can see what he means by halo's multiplayer it's literally like who can get the noob tube first and or who's better at sniping or you know what I mean mm -hmm. yeah that's nice okay so uh, doom guy can blast off enemies uh, weapons and armor to create weak points dirty uh, so there'll be twice as many demons in doom eternal compared to doom 16 reboot it's unclear whether he means twice as many types of demons or just double the number of demons to kill either way it'll be a bloodbath for probably me uh <laughs> The bigger demon battles, the Doom Slayer can now disable enemy weapons by targeting and, dam and targeting damage to that specific area. During this time with the game, Chris said this added a nice tactical flair to the arena fights. That's good, because I literally would have to stand super far back and gauze cannon like the, the Hellboy fucking looking dudes. 
I can't remember what they're called. They were the big fucking guys. The, yeah. Yeah, the... Yeah, okay. I know which one you're talking about. I just don't remember the name. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, I would literally hide Gauze Cannon them and probably get a couple of little minion dudes in with the Gauze Cannon shot. And then I'd have to hide, let my Gauze Cannon cool down, and then pop out and get him again. I'd have to shoot him three times with the Gauze Cannon to kill him. Yeah, okay, yeah. So. Yeah, uh, there were some enemies that just didn't die. I know. It, um... And then just to top it off, those fireball dudes we mentioned earlier, they're just assholes. Like, they just fucking follow you around everywhere and you're trying to run away to like recover some health or reload your gun or whatever and they just fucking continue to follow you. You're like, fuck off. But anyways, uh, so yeah, I'm glad they're adding weak points because that'll help tremendously. Especially the, uh, the big fat dudes that had like the rocket launchers on them or whatever. Oh, they were annoying. Yeah, they were annoying. So being able to shoot off those rocket launchers will be a huge help. Uh, so there's an improved damage modeling on them too, which you can glimpse in the clip below, which I can't play because this is a podcast. Okay, so yeah, that pretty much sums up Doom Eternal. Um, there's a couple of new guns, but there's not really much on them. Doom Eternal is set in literal hell on Earth. Ooh. Yep. Ooh. Okay, anyways. Okay, yeah, that about wraps it up. So, three great games coming out uh, this month. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Animal Crossing, and Doom Eternal. Check those out, and uh, check out our website, videogamesnow.ca, for all of our shit. And, uh, like I said before, patreon.com slash videogamesnow. And uh, anybody who joins this week will get a free shirt. Doesn't matter what tier. Could be bronze, silver, gold, or onyx. Well, onyx, you get a free shirt anyway, but... If you want to be an Onyx, that'd be fucking sweet. I'll give you a separate, a second free shirt for free. My dog is sniffing around in the kitchen. It's looking for some shit to eat. <laughs> My dog's pacing around me, wants attention too. Yeah. All right, so we should go tend to our dogs, and you guys should go tend to your jobs, because that's probably where you're heading. So thanks a lot for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Take care, everybody. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.